Grey Goose, Adventures of a Modern Robin Hood. Barbara Favisham, a silly girl, answered in person an agony column advertisement and found herself a prisoner in Dean Hall. Clambering up the barred windows, I learned that the very esteemed Councillor Dean was demanding documents which came to her after her father's conviction. Through the barred window, I managed to suggest to Barbara that she acquiesce and pretend to lead the eminent Mr. Dean to where the documents were. In the meantime, Charlie Austin, my right hand, had abstracted the contents of Dean's wall safe. Well, I've been through the lot, Charlie. And glory be, I've got enough to hang Mr. Councillor Dean and his partners, Bly and Warner. No wonder they wanted Barbara's files. Uh, what do we do now? Charlie Old Scout, I think we shall take a stroll through this very enchanting town, the council of which has the honour of having as one of its members no less than Mr. Harper Dean, crook, thief and uh, what not. Just as you say, Mr. Hex. And uh, don't let's forget six o'clock. We've got to get the signal at that there uh, Dean Hall. We won't forget, Charlie. In the meantime, we promenade. We have a glimpse of various buildings, all undertaken, as you'll observe on the notice boards, by Warner and Bly. Architects and builders, contractors, etc. Note that, Charlie. It's a very important factor. You're sure she waved her handkerchief ten times? Dead sure. Ten o'clock, she meant. Uh, well, we'll stop here, I think. How far from the house do you make it? Oh, uh, about half a mile. Good. Pull up, but leave the engine running. Pull up, she is. Ah, about a minute to go. Now, you know what you have to do? Yep. As soon as the car comes in sight, I'll back across the road, stall the engine, and block them from going on. All right. Well, I'm getting out now. I'll walk up about 20 yards, keep in the shadows, and join you at zero hour, eh? Now, that's the ticket. See you in a few minutes. Well, this is it, Mr. Dean. Ah! Lights coming this way. The same big car, or I'm a Dutchman. Yes, the same. Now let's hope Charlie does his stuff. Obviously, he has. Yeah, what <laughs> the devil do you think you're doing with that car? Oh, sorry, mate. Uh, just trying to turn around and make my blighted engine stall. Uh, give us a go and I'll get clear any moment. Well, get a move on. You've completely blocked the highway. Nothing can get past. Which, Mr. Dean, is a most fortuitous circumstance, as it gives me the pleasure of renewing our acquaintance. You! Didn't I find you in my shrubbery last evening? Indeed you did. We had a little converse, if I remember rightly, although you couldn't see me. I know your voice, though. You were going to call this morning at ten. Instead, I've waylaid you at ten tonight. Then this is no accident. No. I'm glad you have Miss Favisham with you. Somehow, Mr. Dean, I think you're going to be sorry you kidnapped the lady. You are Miss Favisham, I take it? Yes, I'm Barbara Favisham. Who are you? Uh, forgive this mask. It so happened to come to my ears that Mr. Dean, Mr. Harper Dean, was not, as it were, playing cricket. A thing I deplore. Thus my interference. What's all this twaddle about? And who are you? I, just a freelance buccaneer, highwayman and what you will. Some people have referred to me as the Grey Goose. 
the grey goose. Silly, isn't it? However, Mr. Harpertine, as I've said, the grey goose doesn't always steal. Sometimes he just butts in on somebody else's behalf. This is one of those occasions. All right. Now for a little action. Charlie! Here, Mr. Hicks. You will drive Mr. Dean's car. You know where. Miss Favisham, uh, you can drive? Yes, of course. You will, in that case, have two passengers in this car, Mr. Dean and myself. You'll drive to an address I've written on this paper. Please get started. Charlie, off you go. Righty-ho. Now you, Miss Favisham, please start. Uh, what is all this? I'm a councillor of Dorking. You can't harm me. But I can. I can reduce you from the council to the garbage cart like that. Why? How? Here, here, what are you doing? Bandaging uh, your eyes and tying your wrists. I have an idea, a distorted idea, if you like, but I don't like people of your calibre to see and know my address. My dear Dean, don't be silly. I know 50-odd tricks, some of them very painful, for breaking down resistance. Good. Now, are we all comfortable? Nothing to say? All right. Yesterday, by a ruse, you virtually kidnapped Miss Favisham, didn't you? Thus, you cannot have any serious objections to suffering the like inconvenience. Or have you? Still silent, Dean? I suppose you're not related by any chance to one Maitland. Oh, well, I shall have to content myself with just the silence of Dean. <laughs> Do excuse me. Now you've had your inane joke... Kindly tell me what this kidnapping means. It's a form of reprisal for your kidnapping of our young chauffeur, Miss Favisham. It is also to enable you to see certain papers in which you were so interested that you decoyed Miss Favisham to your house. How the devil do you know? My dear Dean, I was there in person, so don't trouble to deny it. Well, well, we're nearly home now. And, Mr. Dean, please maintain the Maitland silence from now on. I assure you, I do not hesitate to ensure silence when I require it. Will you behave, or shall I exert one of my little artifices? I'll keep quiet. Good. And for being so good, you shall see those papers you were so anxious to obtain. Ah, sorry to keep you waiting, Dean, but we've had a bit of searching to do. However, I've no doubt my little friend entertained you well. Well, that's the whole lot. I've read the deed of partnership between my father and Mr. Dean, in which they agreed to finance a contracting firm called Warner and Bly. To put the matter in a nutshell, you, Dean, are now a big bug on the Dorking County Council. And you're afraid that a partnership with a convicted man, now serving a sentence, will prejudice your standing. And in order to lay hands on this document and destroy it, you kidnapped the lady and subjected her to insult and whatnot. I, I realize I could have gone about the matter in another way. When are they going to make you mayor, Dean? I was up for selection, unopposed, as a matter of fact. Of course. A very strenuous opposition might arise if we sent this document to the clerk. I, it would ruin me. Hey, look, let's talk this over like men. Take that damn mask off your face. Oh, I always flatter myself. It suits me. But don't worry. After tonight's bargain is concluded... You will go your way, and I shall go mine. If ever we meet, you'll not recognize me, and I certainly will be too fussy to recognize you. Uh, you mentioned a bargain. I did. Have you a checkbook with you? Oh, blackmail. Yes, more or less. In exchange for this deed you are so anxious to possess, 
you'll write a cheque for £2,000. £2,000? Made out to the Dorking Orphanage. Uh, do you agree to the exchange, Miss Favisham? Under the circumstances, yes. Ready, Dean? Uh, all right. Give me a pen. Ready to hand. Incidentally, your motor licence. What do you want that for? <laughs> I just want to see that the signature on the cheque is the same. Uh, smart, eh? Good gracious, yes. Uh, here's the cheque. Now the deed, and I'll trouble you for the contents of my safe. Less uh, £200 in cash uh, for expenses. You've given us a lot of trouble, Dean. Uh, all right. Here are your other bits of pieces. You'd better look them over. Well, count them if you like. They're all there. Yeah. Quite illuminating, aren't they, Dean? Mm -hmm. My hat. Wouldn't it be terrible if some of those little transactions came to the ears of the honourable councillors of docking, eh? Mm. All right. Now then, we'll just get an envelope for your cheque. You are. Address it yourself. I, uh, I think I'll send this direct to the town clerk. Do so. And when next you see him, he might buy you a drink on the swindle sheet. Ready? Now, we'll just adjust that bandage over your eyes. So, Charlie and I will escort you to the nearest pillar box, and you can post your cheque. Uh, you'll hear from me later, Miss Favisham. Have we done wisely, Rowley? In letting him have that deed? Yes, my dear. The first thing he'll do when he has the chance will be to burn it. Thus, it's no longer dangerous to him. It can't hurt your father. And you are safer not holding it. Why did you give him back the papers from his safe? Aha. Now we come to a piece of larceny which puts the cream on an otherwise very ordinary cake. My dear, the contents of that safe were dynamite. They were receipts, building contracts and whatnot. Mostly concerning council works, buildings, school premises, etc. But... The eminent firm of Warner and Bly tended for everything. High or low, they got the contracts. Fine thing for the sleeping partner, Mr. Harper Dean. Eh? But not so good for Councillor Dean were it to come out. He knew, as a councillor, the figure the council would accept, and thus Harper Dean adjusted matters. Then why not expose him? Why give the documents back to him? I have exposed him. I didn't give him all his own papers. While you were entertaining him in here with Charlie, I made copies of two of the most flagrant cases on your typewriter in your flat. These copies I poked into his package, all the papers from his safe which I'd just given him, and I kept back the originals. I see. Yeah. You're going to send them to the council? No, Barbara, my dear. I'm not going to send them to the council. They've been sent to the council, and it was he who sent them. <laughs> I slipped them into the envelope with the cheque. He posted it himself. <laughs> I watched him do it. <laughs> <laughs> And once more, the Grey Goose scores a little triumph. A crooked councillor is exposed, and another name is crossed off Barbara's list of 40 thieves. 
But the world is wide and villainy unlimited, and its ever-present challenge is gladly met by the Grey Goose.